0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. MidFlight Brawl is brought to you by Heaps Normal. Thanks to our good mates over at heapsnormal.com, independent, non-alcoholic beer that fucking actually tastes good. Does it ever. Great. Absolutely great. Mate, we smash into them. Comedy Republic here in Melbourne, they've got them um, in the bar there now, which certainly helps. Yeah. They still
1: pour it into a cup. What do you mean? Why? Oh, no, they don't. But, I mean, in a uh, in a theatre situation, they'd still pour it into a cup. You can't walk around. You walk around with a can of Coke. can't walk around the heaps normal. <laughs> I think we should change that. I mean, it's still a weapon. So is a can of Coke.
0: But you're less likely to throw it sober. I don't think non-alcoholic beer drinkers are chucking shit. <laughs> That's where they're wrong. <laughs> good people making smart choices. Heapsnormal.com. dot uh, Get on there. Get yourself. A bunch of people have bought slabs already. We do appreciate it. Chuck in duty free at checkout for free shipping anywhere in Australia. I'm um I'm off I'm off the booze again, so I am smashing the heaps normals. They're the only ones that taste good. Oh, good on you, mate. I'm supplementing. Oh yeah. So I feel
1: I feel good about you know. One toe in each pond. Beautiful. Great.
0: Yeah, I'm just worried. That's. The baby's too close. You know what I mean? You don't want to be 10 pints in somewhere and then water breaks. Oh, you don't want that baby breastfeeding off you and getting some
1: residual booze. Yeah. Get on the heaps normal.
0: I don't want to be drinking booze, wake up with a big wet patch in the bed and wondering, has my wife's water broken or did I piss myself? That's why I'm on the heaps normal. Get around them. That is heaps
1: normal for your house.
0: They're keeping the bloody lights on at MFB HQ. So,
1: <laughs> <right>. Thanks for <laughs> Heaps Normal
0: With a H uh, They're awesome Heapsnormal.com Duty free at checkout to get free shipping Let's get into it Hey I'm Nick Cody
1: And I'm Luke Heggy Throughout human history there have been countless scuffles, melees and
0: fracasses When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Midair madness: passengers trading blows. Midair brawl on board a Scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX. thrown off a flight from Bali.
1: A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the? <laughs> on? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door.
0: Welcome to midflight brawl. Any tip rat can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody,
1: and I'm. AFL uh, watcher Luke Heggie went to the footy. To the AFL? I went to the AFL. Hold the on. aerial ping pong.
0: Is that because this happened? Center. It's finished with the Blues winning 50 points to six. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> we were way
1: off. Well, we were robbed. <laughs> we got robbed there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know what they've done? They've put their backs to the wall. Queensland, oh, New South Wales have put made their backs
1: right up to the wall. <laughs> That's yeah. an
0: error in judgment there. You've got <laughs> you've got the cane toads down one nil. <laughs> yeah,
1: should have taken the foot off the throat a little bit because game two it's going to be carnage. You're dead. <laughs> the spirit, the spirit loves being down and out, and then coming back from the dead.
0: Turns out Queensland spirit though prefers southeast Queensland. It doesn't like the more humid climate up there in Townsville. Yeah, the spirit wanes a bit in the heat. Yeah. <laughs> Spirits don't like that. I've never seen a
1: ghost above the Tropic of Capricorn myself.
0: I uh, so, yeah. I always feel bad when there's because the the COVID outbreak in Melbourne, Melbourne couldn't host Game One of State of Origin, uh, so I got to go to Townsville, far north Queensland. And you think, fuck, what a great opportunity for Townsville! They're going to pack this stadium out. It's going to be full of Queenslanders. They get to see Queensland win in this one-off game in Townsville. It's always disappointing when the I'm, like, like a one-off event, a big one-off event. It was like the UFC in Melbourne um, at the end of 2019. Robert Whittaker, Aussie fighter, is the middleweight champ and just got his fucking head pinged off. Yeah, right. And it, really t- it really took the fun out of the crowd.
1: I've never seen one head actually come off, and that was in Rambo 4 <laughs> when he, he punched someone. He had a knife in the back of his hand. Like oh, really? Sneaky. Little knife back of his, punch the head off. Your mate
0: start doing that. Even I'd probably watch that. I've only, much like police academies, I've only seen number one and number eight. Yeah, I've um- <laughs> Mission to Moscow, and uh, the original. I've missed a few in the in the middle there. But you uh, you went to the aerial ping pong. Yeah, sure did. The AFL, my game. How'd you enjoy it? Yeah, man, I
1: was in the members stand. Oh, fucking really here high he is! Actually, here he
0: is. The
1: members. Yeah. What are you doing there? I don't know. Yeah. I got a got a ticket. It's a class system at work. I spat on a few of the plebs down below there. It felt really good. Collared shirt? Well, they said that, but I only realized that on my way in, so I just had to do my jacket up. I rode my bike there Yeah, and I just uh, did up my jacket and didn't take it off. <laughs> I don't have a collared shirt, I don't think. I do have one, but I'm not wearing it on a bike. Yeah.
0: When did that last come out? My wedding? Uh, no, corporates. Oh, corporates i got to go to corporates in the same one. Mate, that's great. I've worn my wedding shirt to a corporate. That's how.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you unstitch the ruffles and away you go? <laughs> or
0: did you leave them on? <laughs> Still got the flower on the pocket. On, <laughs> on. He's worn this before. Did you enjoy it?
1: Yeah, I did actually. It was pretty good. I mean, they, they didn't play that well on the team, I wouldn't have thought. A fumbly, but it was uh, your mate and doppelganger Barkley's last game as coach. Oh,
0: you were there for the Queen's Birthday game, yes. Oh, Collingwood
1: won, yeah, against all odds somehow. I don't know. I thought Melbourne was shit. Apparently, they're good now. I don't know.
0: Melbourne are yeah, Melbourne are doing all right this year. But it is always that thing, and I forgot to bet on it. That's one of my it's one of my favourites. It's like UFC flyweight women going the full three rounds. Yeah, back that, and then into coaches getting fired. Here's his last game the boys are going to do it for him. Oh, yeah. Not the previous 10 seasons that they had to do it for the coach, but this one. <laughs> they will turn up and do their job. The old too little, too late. Yeah. They always do the job. it like be like Queensland winning
1: game three this year. They'll romp it in. When New South Wales used to win a lot of dead rubbers. Yeah. Still get the stats up, but still lost every fucking season. Anyway, um, we'll see about that. My, um, my dog's getting a... Uh, a uh jersey knitted for her as we speak hopefully
0: in time for game 2 a queensland jersey yeah wow yeah. i've yeah. seen your dog surely you just get a queensland stubby cooler <laughs> and just fucking bust the bottom of it out <laughs> drill drill four holes in it there's your legs
1: <laughs> no that's small well. get a
0: tolly cooler maybe yeah. that'll do it <laughs> How do you, how do you get a uh, Queensland? Well, it's the internet now. Get anything? Is this coming? Is this coming from China? Is this an Alibaba purchase? No. You've put up a photo of your dog and the dimensions, and
1: no, 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 no. It's a friend found some um, found some yarn on the street. Some uh, wow, maroon and white yarn. Went all right, doing it. Wow, bing bang boom, gonna have a jersey. Just <laughs> listening. Hopefully, uh, you're listening to this. Get a move on because game through game two is coming up. <laughs>
0: Pretty soon. Man, she didn't have to tell you she found the yarn on the street. Well, I've got a photo a- of it.
1: Yeah, no, she did. She was very generously said, I'll, I'll do this. So, okay.
0: Oh, yeah, I know that. No, I appreciate that. But you just leave out the on the street bit of the yarn. Oh, right, yeah. I would- <laughs> could have been a very thoughtful gift. Yeah, it could have been a spotlight purchase. It's only about two bucks, isn't it? I <laughs> uh, found you some fucking trash. I'm going to make your dog a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer that. Uh Melbourne this weekend, first step out of lockdown, which means fuck all people are allowed in pubs, but they'll back open. Oh yeah. And this is, the world the world is healing. The world is healing because we're out there on a street in the city. We're at James Squire's brew house. Oh yeah, cool. Just drinking at midday, punching drunk darts.
1: That's the old Portland.
0: Yeah, the old Portland Hotel. Yeah. Um, you went there with your family? No, absolutely not. Oh. Group of darts, Of d- course not. It was du boys, just the boys, because it was punch-ons. Saturdays are for the boys. Was very funny though. Sunday UFCs on a Sunday. We're a watching uh, the groups of people in there, and there were some where it was clearly a group of mates, um, but one didn't have the nerve to tell uh, his partner and child don't come to this event because there was <laughs> there was a little girl maybe seven years old in a bluey t-shirt with a bluey backpack, and then a man got caught in what's called a triangle. Jiu-jitsu, they sort of get a figure four around the head with the arm trapped and the guy on the bottom has completely snapped this man's elbow. Oh. And uh, the wife has figured out maybe this was not for a child. Nah. Straight left from
1: the... church to the pub and
0: straight home again once there's a <laughs> snapped arm. What a Sunday. What an idiot. But, man, it was funny. It, it opened at midday, but that's when the main card started. So there were prelim fights beforehand and uh, there was just about 10 blokes waiting outside the Portland watching it through the window because they had the TVs on ready for it to go. Yeah. But when the doors opened up, it was like Boxing Day sales for punch-ons. Oh yeah. Just lads like running in. Over undies. Yelling Palmer yeah. and Pint, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good fun. Oh, good on you. Good clean fun, no less. Mate, we better get stuck in. Let's roll. Let's do it. All right. Episode 66, clickety click. We're uh looking at January 2020, Auckland to Sydney. And, oh, uh, one of the last flights, pre-COVID flights. I would think so, yeah. There wouldn't be many after this. It's a dream. What a time for this bloke. Thomas Hassan Dunmore Crib 39. Is that four names? That sure is.
0: More kitty.
1: Not a good bloke. Oh, no. It sounds like a made-up thing for exactly... The, well, it is. All names are. But it sounds like it's been made up for this exact pointy end of the plane... <laughs> Anecdote.
0: Oh, it is pointy end of the plane. Beautiful.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not to be confused, Tom Cribb, with 19th century world champion bare knuckle pugilist, um, Cribb. Tom Cribb.
0: You know, that's back again now. Bare knuckle fighting.
1: Did it ever leave?
0: No, but I, I think there was more car parks and shit. This is like an actual league. Oh, okay. Bare knuckle fighting championship. Brilliant. BKFC. You've got a lot of uh, UFC failures that'll say the problem is with these four ounce gloves. That was stopping me from victory. Why don't you box? Nah, nah. I just need a little bit of tape on my wrists. Oh,
1: is it the feeder sport for that UFC shit?
0: No, I, I, so far it appears to be the opposite. Oh, okay. I can't win a UFC championship or a boxing title because these gloves are the nanny state. Get them off. Right, gotcha. They And they really do. When you cut someone with knuckles, apparently it's safer though. Uh, this is Joe Rogan science because your hands will break quicker. So you can actually not do as much damage.
1: Well, what? To the other bloke's face
0: or to your hands? Yeah. They'll go down quicker and your hands will break sooner. Wow. So with boxing, the reason there's so much head trauma is because your hand's got a pillow on it, people can take repetitive shots, yeah. but it's actually doing more damage over the over time than just one swift bare knuckle to the bombs.
1: Well, Not in the fucking 19th century from what I read. <laughs> Thomas Cribb, he once won a fight against former slave Tom Molino for the championship, and Cribb, he broke his hand in the 18th round. <laughs> but then he still went on to win in 32 rounds. Wow. When the other Tom ran out of puff.
0: Fair fucking cardio on him. Got to give some credit for that. That's when there was nothing else on, though. That's before boxers had Ferraris and strip clubs to buy. So they thought, fuck it, let's just keep going.
1: Oh right! You reckon they go down in three just <laughs> so they can get home to the Ferrari?
0: Yeah, I just, I just think fighting now. Well, Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul, the greatest, one of the greatest boxers of all time, fought a YouTuber last week. Yeah, right. And they, he made over a hundred mil, and apparently the YouTuber made twenty mil plus for an exhibition eight rounds. One round? No, eight rounds, but an exhibition, so there was no winner or loser. Um, but Mayweather will be if you knock him the fuck out. Yeah. Well, they said that, but it did go to. It went to the end, but Mayweather was picking him apart.
1: What why didn't you just go and knock him in into next week? Like why wouldn't you just do that?
0: Mayweather's forty four. The guy's fighting is like twenty five or twenty six and has fifty pounds on him. So and he's shredded. And can can protect himself. So there was a lot of hugging the smaller man, which I would say is cowardice. You should just punch him out. Jesus Christ.
1: I mean maybe thirty two rounds is testament to how innocuous these little fellas' punches are. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't recall that anyone in that shit you watch going past about a minute.
0: The UFC? Yeah. Oh, there's heaps that go to decision.
1: How long is a decision? Three minutes or something? No, no, no. Three, so three, three,
0: three five-minute rounds, non-championship fights, and five five-minute rounds for championship fights or main event fights. And they go the distance? Yeah, a bunch. All right. I've got a mate that purely bets on the lightest female fighters going to decision. Yeah, right because said their hands are too small to knock anyone out. (sighs) Even someone who's small? And generally, he wins the bet due to, obviously, the patriarchy.
1: Do you reckon two four-year-olds fighting each other, one couldn't knock the other one out (laughs) because they're too weak?
0: (laughs) Yeah, man, I've seen... Like they're the same size? I've seen my son take stacks that would have me in a fucking spinal ward. Oh, yeah. And they seem to get up. So I think it would be a... Combo of tiny hands plus Rubber. bendy skulls. Yeah. Their skulls still bend at that age. That'd be fine.
1: Man, time frame of an actual pub fight. I've never seen one go past about 20 or 30 seconds.
0: Generally, because one of the fighters doesn't know he's in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the the ultimate advantage. Whenever I punch someone in the back of the head. Surprise. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, This Tom Cribb, the boxer, he went on to own the Union Arms Bar in Haymarket, classic Great. ex-sportsman thing to do even that long ago. And now it's now it's called the Tom Cribb. And I've actually, I've been there. It's right near Leicester Square. Oh, nice. Leicester Square, nice pub, but there, most of them are. Um, yeah, they fucking nail the pubs, the Poms. Oh, yeah, pretty good. Although for the Tom Cribb, the staff and management in 2018 went through a period of being fairly surly by the look of things, kicking people out when they had their kid with them. Shit like that. Um, Stony broke twenty-two. Who lives on TripAdvisor? From what I've seen, <laughs> he says at the Tom Crib, the toilets are unacceptable. There's a urinal and one toilet in the men's. The toilet was backed up, full to the brim. I told them, and they did nothing. Yeah. Personally,
0: I'd take that as a sign I should fucking go home. Yeah, of course. Don't shit at pubs. No. I, I believe pub cu- pub cubicles are there for one reason and one reason only. Woo! <laughs> Yes. They should have glass lids. Oh, look, four blokes are pissing at the same time. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Woo! Crib, Crib the boxer, he looks like the pictures you see on hair gel and beef jerky and all that other shit. (laughs) Hipsters would probably think twice about romanticizing boxing if they knew the first thing about how fucking filthy it is.
0: Mate, have a look at this.
1: (laughs) Oh, you got some. Easy hold. polish or some shit.
0: Easy hold uh, hair shit called Uppercut.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I think
0: it's probably Crib on there.
1: Yeah, that's him. Is that Crib? Oh, probably. Oh, could could well be. It's the Roy Lichtenstein drawing of Tom Crib. <laughs> it's not all fucking cappuccinos <laughs> and ukuleles. Boxing. It's quite violent. Just because it happened a long time ago doesn't make these blokes cute. How long do you reckon until Hitler's silhouettes appearing on a tin of boot polish? Well, Those <laughs> hipsters will have that in about a hundred years, I reckon. It's still a while to go, I reckon. It'll be funny. I'll give it 150 years. Yeah. Straight in. Anyway, not our Tom Cribb, our Tom, our hero, our protagonist, Tom Cribb. He looks exactly as you're thinking he looks, a 39-year-old banker who uh, used to work for Goldman Sachs. Oh. He moved on to somewhere else and then he became the head of investment banking for Citibank Australia.
0: Greed. For lack of a better word,
1: is good. Greed is right. Greed works.
0: He'd love that. Mm. It's
1: been a bit of Wall Street. That's their Bible. That's their live, laugh, love. They got that <laughs> shit embroidered in little
0: circular fucking frames in their houses, these pricks. That's a private all boys' school. That's the poster they have on their wall. Westies, we've all got Scarface. Yeah. And they <laughs> They've got Gordon Gecko.
1: <laughs> yeah. As long as, as long as boys have got some form of criminal on their walls, white or blue collar, I'm happy. Um, he was described as a Citibank, as yeah, a Citibank rising star. That's how we talk Whoa. about greedy turds now.
0: They've got their own rising star award. Yeah. Like rookies, AFL rookies. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. heroic athletes now, bankers, greedy little shits, rising star. Imagine the fucking the future. Women he starts dating when they Google him before committing to too much. Some some enabler may see this and not run in the other direction. A lot of fucking red flags here. Not a great bloke. Um, crib. Anyway, he's uh he's had a whale of a time.
0: You know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sprinkle in allegedly a lot throughout this. Oh, there'll be a lot of allegedly. <laughs> crib finds us. He's going to bankrupt the
1: Patreon coffers.
0: Good luck, cunt. I don't even have super, so. <laughs> Can't take it off me. Yeah. yeah oh, They're they
1: ruthless. <laughs> They'll go after my hatchback. Don't worry. <laughs> um, he's had a good time at Auckland Airport before boarding, probably the Qantas Lounge, where maybe, I'm only guessing, I'm only, this is allegedly, he's slugged a bunch of
0: Steinlagers, oh, the pride of New Zealand. The Heineken of the Southern Hemisphere. It is oh, shit house. <laughs> Steinlager sucks.
1: Best beer in the world many times over won
0: that so what Soccer's also the world game that shit don't leave it <laughs> up to the world anything that's the world's something is probably not good Ah, oh, there's heaps of dumb cunts idiots
1: <laughs> people say that about most things they said about comedy they go oh, all the people can't be wrong yeah, yeah well they can and they fucking are
0: look at this guy. He's in a football stadium well
1: i dug about a bit right primarily steinlager gets awarded the best beer in the world in the USA, a country not known for their taste buds in general, play but particularly when it comes to beer, revolting mm. beer. But it is all over yachts and rugby jerseys and shit. So I'm guessing a bit of fucking corruption in there.
0: He- yeah. Well, again, it's like it's like Heineken. Heineken have sort of um, aligned themselves as the as the white collar. Hey, it's Friday. We just traded a bunch of shares. Yeah. Let's go get a Heiney. Pretty much anything that popular. Same as Peroni. That's just Italy's oh, VB.
1: Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Yet they marketed themselves to be a white-collar Friday afternoon beer, like you say. They'll roll your sleeves up in the boardroom, have a Peroni. Fuck off.
0: Yeah, at least give VB the credit for just going, boy, are you covered in fucking muck? Get this in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not pretending it's bigger than it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They still have a fat bottle too, so these wispy little computer turds can't put their fucking hand around a VB yeah. anyway. It slips
0: out. Yeah. They can- <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have the little 250-mil hand-, <laughs> hand grenade Peronis.
1: Well, look at those thin bottles. So these soft little poet-handed
0: fools can touch can get their hand around it and not let it go. Um, hey, also, that's the same as Heineken pints. They've got the thin... Tall pint? What do you mean? In a bottle? Oh, in the pint glass. Can't put Heineken or Peroni in a normal pint glass? Yeah. You've nailed that. Yeah. The thin glass. Oh, yeah. That's what it's <laughs> for. So it's
1: really tall, thin ones.
0: I definitely do not have big hands, but I can wrap them around a fucking actual pint.
1: I can hold fucking three pints in each hand. <laughs> <laughs> you, you put your hands like, I've done it, but you've got to get someone to help you put them down. Like three like that and three like that.
0: Yeah. Three in each hand. That's a good effort. You've got to get someone to put
1: the last one in and then you've got to get someone to take the first one out when you get back.
0: And then I've just just got one on my shoulder like a parrot. I make my way (laughs) back to the... (laughs) A toucan. Um, So Thomas, he's switched to
1: Scotch and then he's taken that can-do attitude on board with him onto the Qantas flight. Um, Thomas Hassan Dunmore Crib the first, he's on... uh, He's on Auckland to Sydney and it's only a three and a half hour flight. So he's two and a half hours in and uh, one hour to go and he's asked for more scotch. Fair enough. They said, no, you've had enough. Oh. He disagreed. How am I on four name side already? All oh, right, You disagree that he's had enough even though you don't know anything about him.
0: I wasn't going to be a fan of this bloke until it's there's an hour to go in an international flight and he's bought a business class seat and he just wants a scotch. What's the fucking issue? I dare say he's had about 20. Good. That's probably the issue. And he's a fuckstick. 21. Drinker's dozen, 21.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. Let's see if you turn at some stage of this story. You're a big fan of his. Um, <laughs> Nicholas Jeffrey, Jeffrey with a J, Jeffrey with a G, Cody. <laughs> Your mate. The elder. Um, yeah, he's got up out of his seat. I mean, you don't get to be managing director of Citibank Investment Banking Sydney or Australia, sorry, by letting people tell you the truth about yourself. So five times he got asked to go back to his seat, which sounds like four too many to me. Mm. Um, Someone dobbed him into the captain, no doubt an Australian crew. They love a dob. <laughs> and uh, a call was made. Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> a call was made to the, to the cops to meet the spirit of Australia at the gate in Sydney. And... Uh, Soon as soon as Thomas has seen the plod.
0: Well, really, but it does sum up the spirit of Australia. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Hey, can I just relax with a drink? Fuck no. We're dobbing on you. <laughs> Sit down. The, we already told you once. <laughs> it's the dobbing kangaroo. Hey, it's not lying. It says it on the fucking tin. <laughs> you wanted the spirit of Australia. Should have flown near New Zealand. Oh, sure, bro. They would have let you fly for a bit probably.
1: <laughs> He's... Um, the old four names, he's had a proper tantrum at this stage when the when the wallopers got on. And uh he said, and I quote, You have no idea who I am. Good good start from the top. You can't stop after that. Pass the port of no return. Um, he said, You don't realise how big a mistake you've just made. You're gone. I'm taking your badge, you've just fucked up. Wow. And, um and he kept talking over them. <laughs> and fair enough, someone makes less money than you, why should you have to listen to them? He said, he went on to say, uh, how dare you? Hold on, is no, this even I'm, Australia?
0: I'm getting the dinger for this. How dare yeah, you? Oh. <laughs> how dare you?
1: Yeah. Is this even Australia? <laughs> Am I under
0: arrest? <laughs> Turned out he was. A true sign of intoxication is landing on a flight you've boarded with a ticket you've purchased and then saying, is this even Australia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was genuinely confused. Is this Australia? Yeah. Do you know who I am? I don't know. I've had 20 scotches. <laughs> I'd love
1: it if it wasn't rhetorical. It's a bit democracy manifest, isn't it? Succulent Chinese meal style, except without the, without the theatre. Um, he started then, he started kicking the fuzz. And Ooh. I know i rip into the field from time to time. But how do, how they don't bash people like this is beyond me. Like if I if I were one, if I were relentlessly bullied throughout my youth to a point where I became a cop, I would harass anyone who looks like they make too much money. If they back chatted, I'd put them on the fucking ground and lay in with the nightstick.
0: Well maybe they wait. Wait and strike. Like they got that uh what's his name? Peter. was the who's the guy ripping oh, Peter everyone Foster. off? Peter Foster. Peter Foster. They Foster. just tackled him at the beach.
1: Fort Douglas. That, Maybe was, they that was a classic. He must have thought in the in the 10 seconds leading up to that, he'd think, why is there a drone right near me? It's a drone. <laughs> it's <was> like <laughs> a current affair or someone did it in, in conjunction with the police. They seem to be partners now. Um, had a drone there to film the whole thing. It was sick. Great. And he's
0: worried about his little dogs. Heart of gold, Peter Foster. I'm more interested in what, what sort of kicks old four names is thrown out there. Oh. These aren't. You know, it's not an axe kick or a proper calf kick or is he Absolutely just-
1: Absolutely not. It's a fairly soft one, I reckon, with a semi-point semi, semi point of his Julius Marlowe. <laughs> um, cops are all, they're all terrified of getting sued, so they take their unhappiness out on the fucking working classes. It's a mistake, I reckon. If four cops were doing a stacks-on on a prominent, greedy businessman, most of us would just turn a blind eye. Oh, you should be standing there going, "What? Jerry Harvey's getting fucking pistol whipped in the gutter in broad daylight, is he? I'm not even going to film that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like it didn't happen. That would be, I think, a, a phones away situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just yell it out. Who is Put it? Your
1: phones away, everyone. All right.
0: Now he's on BRW's <laughs> top 200 list, and all the shops nearby just start deleting the camera footage out the front.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be Australian. That'd oh. be proper i would have to stop dobbing for 10 minutes to fucking let that happen.
0: Well, see, that's the, that's the problem, though. It's the people that deserve to get the shit kicked out of them. Never do. No. And then it's, hey, Sri Lankan f- family that's fitting in well in the neighbourhood, we're going to raid your house at night and send you to an island. Oh, for sure. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You know, even though the community's behind us. The dobbing
1: only extends to a certain level and then it stops. No one's dobbing on fucking the big four. Well, they are, but nothing happens.
0: I don't know if we spoke about it last year. The comment section on Courier Mail sometimes. There's that one of the, I think we did. There was a COVID outbreak at an aged care home. Yeah. And they did a story on this bloke that's just taking photos in front of his numerous Maseratis and shit. Just a real fucking asshole. Not, you know, his aged care facilities terrible. People have uh, bed sores and oh, he was the staff owner. are under trained. And, yeah. And this comes in a mansion with a sweet car collection. And people underneath in the comments are like, why are you going him? He took a bloody crack at starting a business. That's what Australia's oh, about. You're like, how are you standing up for this
1: guy? That's, that's fucking God bless America shit. Mm. Car collection. That's where, that's, that'll fucking do me. Yeah. Anyone with a car collection, you should just be allowed to bash them. <laughs> what the fuck? Two, maximum two.
0: <laughs> yeah, And that's
1: if you're more than two people. But well, that's fucking insane.
0: Grow up. We were talking about fighters before. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather has the same car collection in three different cities, but they're all in the same color in those cities, yeah. so he knows where he is. Oh, yuck. What do now, you mean? He's got like LA, Vegas, Miami, and he'll have the same cars, but it's like black in Vegas, oh, red in LA, yeah. white in Miami or something. Oh, yeah. What a great guy. <laughs> um. Almost the worst thing about him. Oh, well. Too bad you can't go to jail for bad taste. Yeah, You can go there, though, for other things.
1: (laughs) um, So he's kicking away at the filth, right? He's also said, well, this is going on. I'm a law student. I think I know enough to understand that I'm not saying anything until I speak to my lawyer. Give me my phone. I get a phone call, he said.
0: Sounds like he's more of a CSI Miami student. Yeah, I think
1: he's watched too much of that. I don't know if he's a law student, but chances are he's not. He's, every law student in Sydney becomes a fucking comedian. So I ought to have seen him on the scene. <laughs> Haven't seen Thomas Hassan Dunmore Crib once. Um, he has certainly seen a movie or two, though.
0: Now, the projector slide. All right.
1: Yeah. You know what his background is? <laughs> it's, um, that phone call thing. I, I think it's bullshit. One of Brisbane's great characters, Jared Baden Clay, he was. Um, it's like when, you know, Aussies watch too much American shit. Yeah. He got his phone confiscated and um, he had Googled pleading the fifth in the middle of the night when his wife had gone missing and the cops hadn't turned up yet to ask what he'd done. He actually Googled pleading the fifth.
0: (laughs) Aussie version.
1: Oh, what a champ. That's before he got bitten by caterpillars on the face or something in the shape of three fingers. Like you know how he scratches across his face, yeah, he fell asleep at a picnic, and fucking caterpillars <laughs> bit him or something. that was his I don't know, what are you saying? It was mad, <laughs> nearly got off, still nearly got off, amazing, um having said that though I reckon after we get canceled in a year or two, I'm gonna snap my laptop in half. I've learned a lot of bad shit in the last twelve months on the internet,
0: <laughs> that look good. <laughs>
1: Oh, fuck. Man, I'm still obsessed with Murderpedia. It's a bad look to have a new history, <laughs> just that much well, murder.
0: No, no, no. It's not a bad look if you don't do a murder.
1: <laughs> yeah, but there could be one done in my apartment block or something. You know, who's been looking at Murderpedia for all the tricks? This guy.
0: But no, I'm just looking for the funny stuff. Is it more along the lines of you can only read so many recipes before you have a crack at cooking? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How many cats do I need to kill before I move on to humans? Um, I was browsing through Murderpedia recently, right? And obviously, I've uh, come across a Cody. Oh but, yeah, uh, not one of your mates. This was a first name, Cody.
0: I've got a cousin with the first name Cody. Yep, Cody, Cody. No, ah,
1: oh, that would have been good. Yeah, I know. Like a C O D I E. By the way, C O D Y in the end.
0: Imagine just a Cody hyphen Cody. One name. <laughs> But how you, this is... your reaction then is the same one that I've heard throughout my entire life, Cody, Cody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thing is, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Like it's, yeah. you know. <laughs> I had a I had a relative who married into the Heggie name and her name was Peggy. <laughs> she married <laughs> and became Peggy Heggie. Um, so- this is 14 year old Cody Posey of New Mexico. And he was, uh, he was a bit sick of his dad hitting him. Oh. So I thought he'd be sick of his name. Well, <laughs> Cody Posey. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit funny. And uh, so he didn't like getting hit. So he's, he's ended up killing his stepsister, stepmother, and his dad with a gun that was lying around. And um, the interesting part of this, I mean, that's just run of the mill American fucking like another day, another dollar. Yeah. But, um, the surviving relatives, they filed a wrongful death lawsuit in Miami for some reason. Uh, I assume that's because that's where all the fucking magic happens. Um, and the lawsuit, that named three people as culprits, Cody Posey for being the trigger man, and then the true perpetrators of the crime, Rockstar Games, Grand Theft oh. Auto creator, as well as Sony for making PlayStation. <laughs> Turned out Cody didn't kill his family. Grand Theft Auto colon Vice City did wow pretty good
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, hold on did they really because vice city is based on miami yeah in the video game it's a it's it's based in like a fake miami okay so if they filed it they're thinking well fake Miami's like real miami this is where he did it
1: no he did it in new mexico
0: yeah i know but so, why are they why are they filing it in miami they've I got a real vice where city. The best lawyers are that's wow. where you get someone who's going to take up your cause. Someone with a white suit going to get you some cash.
1: <laughs> I've, uh, I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you're going to bash your sons, don't let them play video games. You don't get to have both of those things. That's greedy. <laughs> Tick and time bomb those two ingredients. Don't do it.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say, if you're going to yeah, bash your son, don't leave a firearm laying around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the great equaliser. Put
1: ideas in his head. <laughs> I mean, stopping bashing your son—that's out of the question. <laughs> but get rid of the guns and the video games. Um, so anyway, Tom, Thomas Hassan Dunmore Crib, the elder, he was at the AFP station too drunk to be interviewed. So he's later later on. He apologised. He said, "Yeah, I fucked up. I'm really sorry. I had a few drinks." That's a direct quote.
0: Um, too drunk to be interviewed. Yeah. If you're drunk enough to get up out of your seat on a flight, you're fine.
1: You can start kicking the cops in the shins, yeah. Yeah. I reckon you're fine to talk. This would have been a very different story if Tom was going to Auckland, I reckon. Cops would have absolutely brutalized him. The other watchhouse prisoners would have laid him out. Um Thomas Hassan Dunmore Crib, all names you in trouble. Took a this is what he this is what happened to him. He took a salary reduction from Citibank. As punishment in a show of moral integrity, the bank made a stand against violent entitlement by using the opportunity to save a little bit of fucking cash on Tom's wages. (laughs) Cash is king, bottom line. How's that? Greed, for lack
0: of a better word, is good. Yeah, great to make a moral... Take a moral stand. Uh, oh, take stance. a moral stand. Yeah, yeah, try to look like a good bloke out of that. Fuck
1: off. Man, if I started, as an entree, if I started kicking the cops, I'd end up with a pig's forehead to my fucking nose, for starters. And then it'd go from there.
0: To be fair, though, he lost money. If you bashed a cop, you'd probably sell more tickets. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you reckon they take that into account?
0: Oh, next. Punching up. Next to a Luke Heggie, practice what I preach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stadiums. You'd be the Stadium Act.
1: (laughs) Inciting the riot. Um, Cribb's lawyer said he had provided a lot of glowing character references. Surely judges are sus of that. Most easily fabricated document in existence. Oh, yeah. Look, Tom's a 10 out of 10 bloke, said all his mates who stand to gain a fair bit by him keeping his fucking job. He was described. In his character references.
0: Imagine getting a a character reference from a higher up at Citibank. Yeah, that's what you're getting.
1: (laughs) But they don't want to make it too good because they still want to dock his wages and keep that for themselves.
0: Mm.
1: So it was described in these as a gentle soul. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's a modern literary literary classic called Do You Know Who I Am? I'm Taking Your Badge, Fuckhead, (laughs) authored by Mr. G. Soul.
0: (laughs) Maybe you meant gentle soul, S-O-L-E. The shoes are soft, mate. They wouldn't have left a mark on the cops.
1: <laughs> Hardly touched yeah. you.
0: He actually had business class slippers on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, if that was he would have sued the cops for breaking his toe on their knees. Um. Judge told him to keep seeing his psychologist, and the judge also said, "Crib, you're not getting special treatment," as she gave Crib special treatment. Uh $1,000 fine and a two-year good behaviour bond.
0: Fucking hell.
1: That's it. He would have charged that 1000 bucks back to Citibank customers <laughs> as soon as he got back to the office. Oh, yeah. That's nothing. That is literally nothing.
0: All of a sudden, my ATM fees are $3.50. Yeah, fucking hell. So
1: This is probably before your time. I remember when banks used to be at least pretend that they were grateful that they had all your cash to do with whatever the fuck they wanted. Now it's framed as a big favour to me that I'm allowed to park my cash there. Rack off loser. Give us on top of all your money, two dollars fifty a month in account keeping fees. And fucking Oh, you want to use you want, you want to use your own money, do you? You want that little visa symbol on your ATM card, do you? Twenty five bucks a year, you little shit. You want to buy groceries? Fuck off, buddy. That'll be a buck a pop. Hand it over. They used to at least not do that shit.
0: Yeah, I heard there was some bank ad I heard on the radio the other day, sickening. Um it was about fuck, what was the the tagline was For a banking solution as individual as you, like all marketing now is you. You're an individual and you're the best and you're on a journey, a banking journey. Yeah. That's how they get the youth. Yeah, some sort of quest. (laughs) I should just say, give us your fucking money, you little shit. (laughs) Oh, I'd respect that so much more. (laughs) Or you cunt, where else are you gonna put (laughs) it? Ah, fair play. Amex. Um,
1: The magistrate in this case had a gawk at her, Jennifer Atkinson. Quite lenient here, not quite as as soft in 2012 up in Toronto when reacting to a crime committed by former Cronulla Sharks player turned prison officer.
0: Prison officers say they'll take strike action after one of their own was jailed for bashing an inmate in Newcastle last year. Terry Dolling repeatedly punched the prisoner in the head in a cell at Newcastle Courthouse. The court heard Dolling snapped after the inmate infected with Hepatitis C spat in his face. Magistrate Jennifer Atkinson said Dolling had grossly abused his position of trust and authority leaving her no choice but to send him to prison for at least four months. Dolling's lawyer will appeal against the sentence. Fucking hell. You sent me the clip. I didn't listen to that beforehand. So a prisoner with hepatitis spat on him. He has rightly kicked the fuck out of him and has gone to prison for four months. Mm -hmm. Whereas old mate four names, kick a cop, I'll take your badge, $1,000 fine. Yeah, that's it. Wow.
1: Fucking brilliant. I watched the assault a few times and- like usually I'd say spit in the face, everything's on the table. Find yourself in Murderpedia for that, the works, <laughs> whatever. But the guy spat through the bars and Terry had to get out his keys and fiddle about for the right oh. one, unlock the cell, maintain the rage and then lay at least a dozen hits or so on the bloke. Probably, probably honestly exposing himself to hep C on a much larger scale Yeah, doing that. Open wounds. But even so, I would see red if someone did that,
0: hep mm. C or no hep C. Fuck that. Um, you did see red, anyway. Out of the guy's <laughs> nose, he is <ears>, on his <laughs> knuckles. <laughs> That's a bit of great rugby league science, though. He spat at me, and he's got hepatitis. I better open up some wounds on him and get real close. Oh, for sure. Yeah,
1: see if we can spare it around to everyone.
0: <laughs> that would be terrifying, though. Ex leaguey as a as a prison guard. Yeah.
1: Well, in the end, the uh, sentence was overturned. Even even the New South Wales Premier. Barry O'Farrell chimed in and said, yeah, he shouldn't go to jail for that, and he didn't. Imagine a screw going to jail. You get shanked before you finish your first bowl of fucking custard. (laughs) Like, there's no way you'd survive as a prison guard actually in jail. No way. Um,
0: Barry O'Farrell said a lot of things, including I didn't (laughs) didn't meet with James Packard to discuss the casino. I I just... just watched the Four Corners yeah. on old mate Barry. I oh, did, you? On your public parklands, a big fucking Cass. Oh, yeah, for
1: sure.
0: How do you say, is it Bangalore? Bangalore? What's the? Barangaroo. Barangaroo. Yeah. Barangarang.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, all the swings down at my place, down near my place, there'll be a high rise in that soon. <laughs> Just take out the monkey bars, whack a high rise on it.
0: This is why I can't. Have you heard Skrillex before? I, do- I doubt you would have. Bangarang? No. This is the casino. Bang-a-rang. Bangarang. Do
1: you think they just <laughs> play that 24 hours a day down at the casino to completely disrespect the land it's on? <laughs> Fuck it. It's ours now. We're shifting units. Piss off. Um, I, had a, I had a bit of a look for Terry Dolling in archival Cronulla footage in the hope that he was a violent player. But uh, he only played three matches and I never found anything of him playing. Oh, By the way, though, the non-existent class system we have in Australia is fucking thriving. Don't worry about it. Different for Terry than it is for... Um, four names. Four names. Uh, Thomas Crim. Three Three weeks after he got off with fuck all... Thomas Hassan Dunmore Crib has left Citibank, probably resented them saying they'd take a few bucks off him as punishment for shining a light on how much bankers disrespect regular citizens for breathing some of the fucking same air that should really belong to them. How long till you reckon we're paying for air from these bastards?
0: My my favourite is you go into a bank and ask a question and then the human there has the nerve to pull the phone out and say, speak to the person on the phone. I go, that's fucking why I came in here. Yeah. To talk to you. It's like it's a different – and obviously the people working at the bank, at the teller, they're not the issue. It's above them. Yeah. It's been handed down. You can only do a few things. Anything else, you've got to call a call centre. So I've had to go in my car to drive somewhere to call a call centre.
1: To call a call centre. Yeah, I feel the same way when you go to the doctor and they open Google up when you tell them what's (laughs) wrong with you. Yeah, fucking hang on. (laughs) I've been specifically told not to do this. Now you are doing it. Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> so um, now, because he, he left Citibank, now he's the chief business officer for Splend, which I don't know if you've heard of this, but it's a recently invented middleman business <laughs> which has shimmied its way into the car hire ride share market to rip off drivers even more than they already are. Allegedly. It's amazing. They What they do is they prey on people who dream of becoming Uber drivers but don't own a car.
0: Oh, so, this was massive in the states. There's an episode of The Dollop that where they spoke about Uber. Yeah, and there was a there was a company over there that was, you know, selling a Toyota Camry. Yeah, fifteen hundred a month, just paid off in fifteen years. It's fucking insane. Um, they give them a
1: car and promise they'll <laughs> one day realise their dream of owning such a car, and in the meantime, just rob them blind, just like that. Allegedly, honestly, nothing is beneath the Thomas Cruises of the world, is it? Like, and you admire white collar criminals for their guile. Mate, I'd, I'd prefer. Yeah, I'd prefer a Cody Posey who plays a few video games and kills only three people. Thomas Crib, he'd have a much bigger body count. He's just never been a trigger man.
0: This is their trigger mate, the mouse. Oh yeah, the almighty mouse. Yeah, clicking on shit. Mouse is mightier problems. than the pistol. <laughs> Although I reckon Cody Posey's dad would have rather had a fucking Logitech pegged at his head. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, the mouse that roared. Give me all your fucking money.
0: <laughs> that, that, bring, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Fuck, they just end in a, a grim fashion a lot of times. I reckon yeah, I the more you're on Murderpedia, the sadder these are. Oh, I know. I've got to
1: get off it. Sorry. There'll be some good. There'll be some good feel-good hits of the summer coming up. <laughs>
0: The winter months have really turned Heggy dark. It's gotten down to a chilly 24 yeah. in Sydney and it's really done him in. Um, what gigs do you have coming up, mate?
1: I was just Well, immediately I've got to go and rotate my beef jerky outside. But um, other than that, I don't know. Mate, I'm, you're I'm making touring. your
0: own. You know you can buy it at the shops, much like roast I do jokes. know you can buy it
1: at the shops. $200 a kilo, no problem. I'm aware of this. We're just fucking talking about this middleman shit. Do it yourself.
0: I didn't even I worry know. About it. How do you even make it? Do you just leave a steak outside for ages or how does it work? Yes, that's what you do. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> dickhead. No. By the way, beef jerky, there's no middle price beef jerky. I know. There's either ones where it just looks like um, they've taken some licorice straps and flavored it with beef. Yeah. And that's, you know, a couple bucks or. It's the the shit that it's harder to chew through than a truck tire, yeah. But it tastes all right, yeah. And that's fifteen bucks for a little pack. Oh yeah, the price is insane. You
1: could get, you could churn through hundred bucks in a minute if you wanted. Shelf prices, <laughs> yeah. I make my own. It's good. It's very nice. Pack full of protein.
0: Well, go flip your beef jerky. LukeHeggy.com for upcoming tour dates. You're recording soon at the Metro? Oh, yes, I am. Mid-July. Still
1: still haven't locked down tickets, but they'll be on sale probably as this comes out next couple of days. Right. So get in. It's a big theatre. I'm not going to fucking fill it. It's going to look like shit if people don't come. But uh, get in there.
0: LukeHeggy.com at Brawl on Instagram. Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for everybody. Everybody. Sorry. Stumbling. Runny nose. I'll go get another test uh, that sends us messages. Greatly appreciated. Get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash midfly brawl. Heaps normal. They've been supporting the show. Go and check them out. Buy a slab. Use duty free at checkout for free shipping. And uh, I've got no gigs coming up. I'm waiting for a baby to fall out that I can yeah. call Nick Jr. And the world will keep turning, regardless if it's a boy or a girl. Nick Jr. Here they come.
1: Oh, yeah. Nick, it's a, it's a girly or a boy name. Yeah. Jeffrey or Jessery as a middle name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nicole Jr. Jessery Cody. That's yeah. going to be the best. <laughs> All right, mate. I'll top you next week. See you, mate. Take it easy. Thanks for tuning in to Mid-Air Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's
1: mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go with the clap? Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap.